Welcome to another episode of The Photo Bug, and here are your hosts, Jim and Fred. Hi, and welcome to the first Photo Bug podcast of 2024. I'm Jim. I'm Fred. And we're glad you're here. Absolutely. And we hope... Glad you tuned I'm in. Gonna, I'm going to just put the plug in already. I hope you've been going to our YouTube channel. Yes. A lot of good content there. And we're yeah. going to keep putting After it the news, we've got... Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're fine today. Wow, we're going good. Anyway, we got something to tell you about. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and get into the news? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the news. Okay. I let's threw let's off, talk okay. about it. It's it's my fault. I, I made the big plug. And, and First, we're going to get the off. news, and then we'll talk about Then we'll the talk news. about yeah, the okay. other. Okay. Well, there is an interesting crowdfunding project on Indiegogo and Kickstarter. It's called I'm Back Film. Now, this is another attempt, because it's been tried before, to create a digital back for an SLR film camera. Now, if you want to back this project, you're going to have to cough up a $766. What a strange amount. Yeah. And they expect the digital film will be available by July 2024. Now, it's expected the back is to sell for uh, $1,068. That's MSRP. Mm-hmm. Now, the caveat is that the unit is still a prototype, and previous attempts by other companies have not been successful. So, you know, if you're going to spend that kind of money first to back it and then to buy it, Maybe you should just go ahead and buy a digital camera because there's no guarantee you're going to receive a working well, model from this. Well, you don't back it and buy it. If you back it, then they send you if, if. it ever gets made. Well, and you still works. will have plopped down close to $800, yeah. and that could go quite a ways towards a new body. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where it'll be inter- I'll It'll be great if it comes out. Because it gives new life to yeah, we got SLR some photos cameras. of it. We'll show you the photos of the uh, prototypes that they've got up there now. Yeah, and uh, see if you're interested. If you do, let us know because we're not going to go out and buy one and test it out. So. <laughs> no. If they wanted to send us one, then we'll yeah, we'll test we'll it. We'll test it. We got a couple we'll of uh, more than happy film cameras still laying around. I sure so. do. We're, in fact, we still talk about we're going to do a uh, yeah, we're, we're a still going to do a retro yeah. uh, episode. So. Well, a photographer narrowly avoided a drone collision with a famed uh, DJ, Fat Boy Slim. Is it Fat Boy or Slim? It seems no, like that's, a negation. Anyway, as reported in court proceedings, and has been ordered to pay over $1,000 in penalties. So if you got your drone, be sure you don't run into Fat Boy Slim. And by the way, keep your insurance current if you are flying a drone in anywhere where you've got yes. people around yep. because the unknown can happen. Well, there's the also some restrictions of flying over people that aren't yes. part of your group, too. Yep, there's that. Well, let's talk about Canon because trusted sources are suggesting that the EOS R1 will be making its debut prior to the EOS R5 Mark II's unveiling. So we know that that's coming down the road. Mm-hmm. So let's see what happens. But described by insiders as a pinnacle of technology, ooh, the EOS R1 is reportedly crafted entirely from new components, skewing any existing parts. So Canon is reportedly preparing an extensive promotional push for the R1 in this quarter, aiming for a uh, Q2 or quarter two release. Yeah, and it's going to be expensive because well, that's going to be their flagship camera, and their flagship cameras generally are like uh, seven or eight thousand dollars, and it could be even more than that. Yeah, story. I was thinking it might even be close to around the ten mark, it but we'll be. see. We'll see. Be. I know the first digital camera came out on Kodak, and I think it was 
like one megapixel, and it was uh, $15,000, something like that. And that was $15,000 back in the, uh, I think this was in the 90s, early 90s. So that 1500 would be a lot more now. Yeah. Well, a legal conflict has erupted involving a former photographer for the British royal family, Glenn Harvey, who's taking legal action against a, a Chattanooga-based menswear retailer for allegedly using one of his photographs of Princess Diana without his permission. Mm. Ooh. And even more on that. A photographer is taking legal action against a small church in South Carolina for allegedly using his photograph without consent. Yep. So, and even if it's for the best of reasons, folks, you'd be surprised. Sometimes a photographer will say, just give me a credit. What are you using it for? You just yeah. give me, you know, just that photo credit and I'll let you use it. I'll give you an example. I had, um, I was teaching a class of uh, middle schoolers uh, web design and they were grabbing pictures everywhere. I said, you just can't take anything you see on the Internet. A lot of it is copyrighted. Yeah, just because it's on the Internet doesn't mean that right. you uh, have the rights to use it. So if they found something on a site, I said, let's find the email address on the site. And they would email the people and ask permission. And some of them actually got permission. And a few of them didn't. And they were sad. But they were impressed that the person actually wrote back and said, I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, and thank you so much. You did the right thing. But I'm, but I'm not going to allow you to use it, but I do appreciate that you ask, and that shows a lot of character on your part. Yep. So my students learned a lot that day and had a different respect for images out there in the ether. Yep. So don't just grab them and use them. And I got something else, too. I'm sure you uh, are aware of the Alaska Airlines flight at the uh, port door <laughs> flying off. Well, apparently okay. an Apple iPhone sucked out of that door, fell 16,000 feet to the ground. Somebody found it when they were looking for various parts about the plane. The phone was totally in hard. It wasn't even scratched. Worked perfectly. Still had part of the charging cable in it where it was ripped out of the plane. And it had a message on it about his luggage. Yeah, well, and the ticket. Yeah. So they knew it was definitely from that flight. 16,000 feet fell. That's the second one, apparently, now sets a new record because Apple apparently had another phone, a, a Skydriver, that fell out, uh, went out at 13,000 feet, had his uh, iPhone, and dropped it. It fell 13,000 feet, again, was unharmed. Now, I'm this, wondering when Apple's going to start using that in their hands. Well, I think it's 16,000 yeah. feet full. Uh, I, and I think that that could happen to any well made phone. Um, it's just if it lands the right way and it even catches. Air currents on the way down that gets kind of that leaf action. Well, what they Who didn't knows? say that the case had a little tiny parachute. <laughs> <laughs> it was deployed, one of those, yeah. If it was above 12,000 feet, it, it deployed. It deployed <laughs> parachute. Well, uh, we announced that so we're going to make a, an announcement <laughs> after the news. And the announcement yes. is coming up April, and I believe it's 13 years we've been doing the podcast. Ooh, a lucky number, 13 huh? 13 years, maybe 14. I didn't go back and look, but it's been a long time. It's been over a decade. And since we are kind of moving things more over to the YouTube channel, that beginning April, we're going to start cutting back on the podcast, which now has been coming out every two weeks. So it might be every three weeks, could be once a month, but it's going to be cutting back. So if you want to keep following us and getting these great videos in our sense of humor, 
make sure you go out and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I would do it right now so you don't forget, right? Yeah. And we appreciate all the people that have suddenly gone out there and have subscribed. So please do it now. So we have uh, our special today. And, uh, the special for today. Yeah, the specials for today are, are, are <laughs> meat and potatoes for today. So uh, why don't we go ahead and get into that. And then when that's over, make sure you get subscribed to YouTube. Okay. So what Fred and I are... Uh, Wanting to show how this little hover can be used for more than just selfies. Actually, we're not fans of selfies. Yeah. So if you don't have a camera person, yeah. like we're using it right now, we have it on dolly track mode. I've got a set for far distance. We can walk forward and talk. And what is really cool is I'm using my phone to do the voice recording. But we're using these little microphones, and I'll put links down here where you can get these, but it's wirelessly connected to the phone, so I don't have to be holding the phone up like this. I can have it behind my back in my pocket, or we could have you actually sitting someplace. And these mics are cool. Yeah, Very they, small. these can do uh, beyond just a hover. There's many places that you can use these little microphones, and the ones I got come in a pair, so two people can actually use them. So this is one thing that you can do. We'll call this kind of beyond selfie. You can also adjust the uh, hover to be up a little higher or even lower. And of course, for we more. stop. It just stays pretty much yeah. where it is. Mm -hmm. Actually readjusts itself. Okay, we're in follow mode now. So your cameraman can actually be simulated like he's over the shoulder. Behind, you know, following over your shoulder. One of the things that... Uh, we wanted to point out that in the uh, dolly track mode, that if you stop, oh yeah, it's going to stop recording, so you can go up to it and let it land. Well, you have a few seconds. Yeah, so you so get, you, you can stop, but then you need to pro keep walking. Right, you got to keep that in mind. Four, three, four seconds, because once it turns from red to green on front, yep, it's going to come back and land. Right, back where. It one of the things I want to mention on the follow mode is. Don't keep looking back to see if it's following you. You can yeah. hear it back there. Unless you want to suddenly go, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's still over me. And I've got it up and high. So, again, you can have it low. You can have it use it at different heights. That's uh, one of the things that's kind of nice about this that uh, you can kind of control. Well, it. now now we could take a dead right or left turn and it'll follow right behind us. Yeah. I don't know if I just want. Yeah, you could hear that it's going. So if it runs into something, you're going to hear it stop. Just so, be careful. Well, yeah, what you're walking around. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, the dolly and the uh, follow. So there you got it. There we go. So we're going to let it come down and land. Camera, so. All right, the next thing we're going to try is the uh, unit does have a manual mode that you can do with your phone. Now, I'm not sure if that records the audio. We're going to find out if it does. But um, you don't have to stick to the automatic modes. So one of the things to do if you wanted some pictures, like we've got this pond behind us, I may get some pictures of the pond. And I think it has a limit of around 30 feet or so. 
So just keep that in mind as far as uh, like it. So let's give that a shot. So far. Okay, and down. We have to take two hands. And backward, back toward us. And down. All right, one of the things I uh, mentioned, well, first off, I didn't realize on manual mode that it would still pick up um, voiceover work. Which is great. Kind of cool. Yeah. And I want to mention, too, one of the things I did to control it, so I wanted the gimbal to move as I was going up, I actually used uh, two. I used my thumb on the up or down and the other thumb on the gimbal movement. So cool. you get two different uh, So you settings. have quite a bit of two for one flexibility on controlling yeah, it. So manually. there is ways to control it manually to get some of them. It's not a regular drone here. And there is a limit. In fact, it, it came up one point and actually came in and said that it was uh, reaching the upper limit or the outer limit. As a matter of fact, what are you using to control it in manual mode? Not Wi-Fi, but Bluetooth, it, Well, it connects by Bluetooth, but I think it's using a small Wi-Fi. I'm not really sure. But it's interesting because you had to turn that off in the manual mode before you could go into it. Yes. So there are some things. And again, if it's not got, a huge learning curve, but you just got to pay attention to what you need to do. If you got VPN on your phone, turn it off yes, because it, it won't connect, like connect with VPN. So, so. Okay. But it's a flexible little... And, and even in the wind today, it was a little gusty. Oh, it's gusty today because we were you know, in a storm. This was handling through. itself pretty well, so I'm, I'm impressed. So we're going to do another one here and show you with the hover mode what you can do if you don't have um, a tripod with you but or a cameraman to hold the, uh, the camera, how you can do this by yourself. Hello. Okay, so this is the uh, mode. This is hover mode. I don't know if it's, it's getting me. I assume so, but because Fred watched it, it's pointing at him. Come on, Jerry. <laughs> both of us are getting it. Anyway, and me watch. This is this is. Hey, you got back here. This is nice if you don't have a cameraman. Yeah. And I didn't appear that there was any way you could control it, so you could put it in manual mode basically and do the same thing and hover and let it record you. The funny thing is the wind now; it's bouncing all over the place. But uh, the video is going to be rock steady because it's very stabilized. It, it's just, I'm impressed. It does an amazing job. And it's also amazing how they're able to suppress the noise because for us, it's quite loud. Yeah, it sounds like angry hornets. You're not going to sneak up on anybody. No. So there you have it. There's several modes that you can do this thing, and it's really, <laughs> it's really going, going, the wind is really, I'll be shocked if this looks. Uh, stable because it is really tricking all over the world. I wish we could show it to you. All right. All right. Should I just land it? Yeah, go ahead. Let's land it. Okay. Well, now it's in orbit mode. And uh, this is another one. I've got it. And you can set the uh, hover to do various things. Like right now, we got to raise three feet and set it to 13 feet above the ground. And it's going to orbit around us. But again, this is something that you can do. 
that will uh, actually give you some nice video for your YouTube videos or for your vlog. How about that? All right. Well, there we go. And uh, I hear the music in the yeah, background. The music in the background. Yeah. So it's time to go out and subscribe to the Photobug YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm going to put a little link down here. It's there you the go. Photo, uh, it's youtube.com yeah. slash the photobug. Very easy. So uh, whether you're watching our videos on YouTube or you're out there taking your own pictures because, hey, it's a big world, we want you to be chasing those elusive images because... Anytime you can get shutter time, it's always a great time. And with that, we'll see you next time on The, the Photobug. Photo be sure to tune in next time to The Photobug for news, reviews, interviews, and how-tos. And please check out and subscribe to The Photobug YouTube channel.